don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm gonna get you high today. Cause it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's Friday. Many of us had shit to do today because it was hot in California. Um, it was in the 100s. Now it's at 84. <laughs> yes, it's Freeform Friday. I don't think I've done this in a while. Just a nice, quiet evening with me on the iPad and the microphone. So sexual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a fuck a head fuck of a week not a great head fuck um not not completely happy but you know things will change things will change um i won't go into it for security reasons but yes we talked about the generations and um today is officially my grandmother's 89th birthday and wherever she is haunting are you here? No. <laughs> I thought, let's honor her with a woman herself. The woman known as Diamond Lil. The woman who just had a lot of attitude, a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of everything. And I hate these commercials. The Dr. Zeus Film Pro Film Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, I think I have a heat stroke, is brought to you by please subscribe to the show. So then I can afford to go um premium with uh YouTube because then it doesn't have commercials and I can make your lives easier. Well, when I'm good I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. <laughs> I see a man in your life. One only one? I changed my mind. Yeah, does it work any better? Oh, well, I'm caught between two evils. I generally like to take the one I never tried. Uh, uh, take care of these men. Yes, give them all my address. Oh, God. I am delighted. I have heard so much about you. Yeah, but you can't prove it. Haven't you ever met a man that can make you happy? Sure. Lots of times. What kind of husband did you think I should get? Mm, I should take a single man, leave the husbands alone. Well, I can always tell a lady when I see one. Yeah, what do you tell them? I had a shooter lion once. Really? Was he mad? Well, he wasn't exactly pleased about it. <laughs> uh, you were wonderful tonight. I'm always wonderful at night. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting that you're married? I'm doing my best. What's a good of resistant temptation? There'll always be more. Well, I wish you'd forget your principles, Ruby. I must have you. Your golden hair, your fascinating eyes, and alluring smile, and lovely arms. Your form divine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this a proposal or you take an inventory? You certainly know the way to a man's heart. Mm, funny, too, because I don't know how to cook. I'm sorry you think more of your diamonds than you do of your soul. I'm sorry you think more of my soul than you do of my diamonds. <laughs> do I bother you if I look over your shoulder? No, do I bother you? <laughs> I'll never forget you. Mm, no one ever does. It's better to be looked over than overlooked. Great town, St. Louis. You were born there? Yes. What part? By all of me. <laughs> What'd you do? Get your hair cut or have your ears moved down? 
You know I've been mad about you from the first time I laid eyes on you. Well, you're my whole world. What do you want to do, drive me to a madhouse? No, I'll call you a taxi. Young lady, are you trying to show contempt for this court? No, I'm doing my best to hide it. I wonder what kind of a woman you really are. Too bad, but I can't give out samples. Let's go up sometime, see me. It's Friday night, so why don't you come up sometime and see me? Supposedly, well, not supposedly, but my grandmother would say that to people in the neighborhood. (laughs) Not Mr. Rogers' neighborhood in the Bay Area in the 1940s. In fact, she once told me that the most controversial thing in film at that time was in a film... And you actually had to go with a grown-up just for this line alone. You go. What shall I go? What shall I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a Yeah, that's true. I was just reading a comment here that said, My grandmother saw Gone with the Wind in the theater back in 1939 and when she was a little girl. And she told me when Rhett Butler said this line, everyone gasped in utter shock because damn was such a foul word at that time. Yeah. My grandmother said the same thing. Supposedly, she said you had to go with a grown-up just to see Gone with the Wind. <laughs> now back to Miss May West. Who could have done Gone with the Wind? Here's a fascinating interview. A lady known as May West, America's multi-talented film star and playwright, with a gift for innu- Women in the news does May West less than justice. She makes news. She is news. Hence the photographers and reporters meeting her at Southampton. May is here to put on her own stage show. She hasn't married, she says, because that would spoil her hobby, which is men. May hopes that every man in Britain will come up and see her sometime. Well, gentlemen, that's a challenge. That wasn't the footage that I wanted. <laughs> Mae West just knew her audience. She knew where she was going. She really did. You know, she had mirrors on the ceiling. Now, I know, get your minds out of the gutter. But her stance was, mm, I like to know how I'm doing. <laughs> she did. She liked to know how she was doing. So, is this it? Oh, God, these commercials. It's like, shoot them already. Okay. Is this it? I don't think so. <laughs> because just to hear her talk is is just... Because she very rarely gave interviews. In fact, later in life, I believe she gave an interview to uh, Dick Cavett. Okay, I know where to go. I know where to go. Yeah. Ah, this is it. So, 
something strange happens. So my grandmother dies on February 4th, 2001. She was only 67 years old. Um, and I think a couple of days later, I was up late at night, as I usually was, still is. And um, a documentary came on PBS called Mae West and the Men Who Knew Her, narrated by Dom DeLuise. And I thought, all right. That means that everything's okay. That was her way. That was her way of checking up on me. Here's the interview I was looking for. Platinum blonde curls. The world's premier stage siren also had the longest eyelashes. In 1948, May left for England, where she opened in Diamond Lil. She was 55 now, but there was no let up in her plans for new productions and new plays, work, and being May West. Nothing else mattered. Uh, I want to ask you a lot of rather intimate questions. First of all. What do you think of men? Men? <laughs> well, men are my career. Uh, May, tell me, what is your hobby? My hobby is men. <laughs> May, one thing I'd like to ask you, what, do, what is your definition of love? Love? Love is uh, what you make it and who you make it with. It can be a, uh, an art, a luxury, a physical culture. <laughs> May West, I want to ask you one thing. What is your greatest ambition? My greatest ambition? Well, if you come up and see me sometime, I'll let you know. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's go. She sailed over on the Queen Mary, was there in London, never went to Paris, never went to any of the European countries there. And I thought to myself, why would you go all that way and not go sightseeing at least? And But May wasn't like that. Well, it was wonderful there in London, England, the men were terrific. They were a little reserved, and I'm not. <laughs> they were a little reserved, and I'm not. That's for sure. Now, one of the films that I got to talk about, W.C. Fields and Mae West. Oh, man. Must come up and see me sometime. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do that, my little chickadee. May I? Help yourself. Would you mind if I availed myself of a second helping? Compromising me. Flower Bellely, are you trying to show contempt for this court? No, I'm doing my best to hide it. So that's my little chickadee. Well, we got to say it right. My little chickadee, which came out in 1940. She didn't, I don't think she really wanted to work with 
W.C. Fields, but she did and became a big, big hit, you know, because that before that she was labeled box office poison along with Katherine Hepburn, Marlena Dietrich and Greta Garbo. And so she came back. There's a really great documentary called Mae West Dirty Blonde. It came out in 2019, right before the pandemic. Um, so this I, here's Ringo Starr. Can you make the thing you were in 1934 still work in the 1970s? This is how strong it was. This is how original and unique it was. And this is how much she owned it, knew what it was, and could deliver it. the plan. Uh, I'm going to be um, 87 years old. I've got an idea for a picture. It's called Sextet. Uh, I'm going to play 28-year-old woman. I'm going to be marrying Timothy Dalton. I, I wanted to carry you across the threshold. My exes are going to include uh, Tony Curtis. Tonight, we relive the past. George Hamilton. Hmm, is that a gun in your pocket or are you just glad to see me? Ringo Starr. And you'll always have a place in my heart. Really, there's going to be this obscure, um, Cameo by Keith Moon playing my stylist. Wild Silk. Wild Silk. Alice Cooper's coming over. This movie's gonna make little to no sense. It's gonna be clearly from the first frame insane. Uh, there's gonna be a scene where I'm sort of talking to a bunch of Olympia, Olympic athletes. Wow, I've never seen that position before. She's 87 uh, doing these numbers. It's. A radical, radical power move. Very, very rare. Oh, it was great. Oscar nominated. It should have been, yes, please. <laughs> Sir, I am Laszlo Caroni. Husband number six, meet husband number four. A pleasure. I just thought it'd be great to hang out with May. The most difficult thing was, while we're working, the director would give her her lines into the earpiece. And then she would say her lines. But still, she was May, and that was that. She invited us to dinner, and she went all the time to this restaurant she knew. But she gets there an hour earlier than you to do the lights. So she, <laughs> she's got all the lights on her as you walk in the restaurant. Yeah. And I've, you know, we heard later that she does that whenever she goes. Mae West, in doing these films, skirted the edge of disaster. And for many people, she was a disaster. They were embarrassed. They were shocked. But she didn't care. Why is it horrifying that she's out there being sexual? I mean, she's parading it in the same delirious, over-exaggerated way. She always paraded sexuality. Why aren't we with her anymore? The British are coming. She was allowed to break every taboo, except the sexualized older woman. That became too scary. Hi. Well, I certainly take my hat off to you. Mm, you'll have to take off more than that, honey. As a woman in her 60s, I can say I have no problem with her staying with this character. <laughs> an idea of a woman with an appetite of all kinds. If the idea of a woman standing up and saying, as an old woman, I can still be attractive, 
I can still have a sex life. This may look dumb to you, but this is who I am. If that's sad, it's sad. But you know, there's a kind of wonderful courage and defiance to it. And there's the one thing that she always had, self-confidence. Women need more self-confidence, and she's the role model for that more than for anything else. At a girl, May, go get them. And so that's a clip of many from May West, Dirty Blonde. And it was it dived more into Mae West and the fact that she was a sexual woman into her 80s. Yes, people in their 80s and 90s do have sex. If you ever work in a retirement village or, um, you know, an assisted living facility, come on. They're still getting it. They're still getting down. There's a lot of great guests in Dirty Blonde. One of them is no longer with us because he knew all about fashion and that's Andre Leon Talley. Her walk, the power walk, is just unique in the history of modern filmmaking. And that was a modern moment in 1933 when she did She Done Him Wrong. That was an extraordinary moment. Every line is just so beautifully Mae West. Ain't none of them worth saving. You hang around them long enough, you'll get that way yourself. Well, thanks for the kind interest. You know, I, I always did like a man in a uniform. That one fits you grand. I'll just come up sometimes, see me. Cary Grant, if you want to help me, help me with my cape, you know. And there, he has to help her with the cape. She gives orders. She makes the rules in her movies. She makes all the rules. Maybe I have once a glimpse of a shoe. She stepped out of a carriage, and you realize that she might have been on a very high, high-platform shoe. And so, therefore, she was almost like an acrobat because she had to wiggle her way in those gowns that were very tight-fitting and very over the top. And she had to exude a kind of femininity that was not seen at the time when those films were made. Women were not seen as, as these feminine power, power people. I mean, sexuality was her power. That's why she was empowered. So all of this is your famous collection, eh? Wow, oh, this is just my summer jewelry. You see my winter stuff. I see. You know, it was a toss-up whether I go in for diamonds or sing in the choir. The choir lost. <laughs> the choir lost. Okay. So, yeah, that was the late Leon Andre Leontali talking about Mae West. And so Mae West really exuded sexuality, confidence for men and for women. So, you know, I always talk to people who want, once they turn 30, they they start to cry. It's the crying game to them. Not the movie, but they're crying. Oh, my God, my life is over. And I always explain to them, and I'll explain to all of you, my audience, and this is a TMI, but I don't care because this is my show, and you'll keep coming back. I said to someone once, I said, look, how old are you? I'm going to be 30 next year. I said, okay. I, at the time, I think I was 38. I said, look, it's not over. What do you mean? I said, Sex in your 30s is amazing. And then the other person in the room says, and in your 40s, it's even better. So this this perception that you are no longer a sexual being 
once you're 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 or 80, that is bullshit. That is bullshit. And this ageism in the world, in the gay community, it's like, oh, Grinder sends you, you know, a death certificate because you're no longer viable. You're no longer uh, virile and you, you no longer can have sex. That's a load of fucking bullshit. That's why I like Mae West is that she's showing, hey, I'm 87 years old. I'm still getting it. She's got these muscle men. Come on. They know how to treat her. Yeah. Mae West did something that a lot of people don't remember. She saved Paramount Pictures. My friend Kevin, pay attention because this is about you because Viacom is, Viacom I think owns Paramount. Do you? film she done wrong gave everybody in the smallest town in the biggest city a chance to actually see her it was released in february of 1933 just after fdr is elected and a lot of people see her and fdr as kind of a new spirit that seizes america the film generates so much box office that by june according to paramount it was able to climb out of bankruptcy and now, folks, we are entering the gates that so many try to crash and so few pass. Within these portals, you may see such famous stars as the Marx Brothers, Mae West, Harry Grant, and many of your other favorites. It catapults her into the limelight, into success. And now the huge crowd is awed as the star of stars makes her appearance. Mae West has come to town. People wanted to escape in the movies. The poverty, the difficulty, the bread lines. And Mae West created an image of this beautiful woman walking around in these extraordinary clothes. The glamour of 1930s Hollywood depended a lot on Mae West. Well, up here at uh, Mr. Bowman's beautiful theater to see the uh, grand opening of premiere of my new picture, I'm No Angel. Of course, I didn't call it I'm No Angel for nothing. <laughs> Don't forget, you mustn't see me sometimes. Paramount came and said, well, we need another film for you. So what would you like to do? She actually wanted to be a lion tamer as a child. And so she wrote, I'm no angel. And she portrays Tyra, the lion tamer. Tyra, the million dollar beauty. It was a childhood fulfillment. There she is making an entrance into the circus in Madison Square Garden on a big, beautiful elephant. And then she is whipping the lions into a performance. Come on, baby. Come on. A woman training lions? Putting her head in a lion's mouth? So she's thinking of ways to show herself as a woman of power. An original woman. West had taken a look at the script, seen that her role was completely banal, and rewritten her lines. Joey, Joey, well, well, come here and kiss me, you doggo. 
Oh. And to take a look at you. Well, you're looking great. Who's your tailor now? George Raft, the star of that film, said, well, she came in and she stole everything but the cameras. Down, dearie, don't let me keep you up. Oh, waiter, waiter. Yes, madame. A chair, you mug. You see her on screen and you realize immediately she's the most electric thing about this tepid melodrama. Oh, Joe, it's just life to see you. Come here, crawl to me, baby, crawl to me. And Mae West is not the kind of girl that is going to be a second banana for long. So, yeah, that's Mae West doing what Mae West does best, being Mae West. Her full name was Mary Jane West. Okay. Born in 1893 in Brooklyn, New York, August 17th. 1893, she died on November 22nd, 1980, which is also the birthday of an extraordinary entertainer, Mr. Scott Nevins, who is running, who's, uh, let me get this correct, he's also a fan of Mae West, and he, I told him that once, I said, yeah, and he, and, oh yeah, double, double entendres, so, Scott Nevins is running for Palm Springs City Council District 1. So I wanted to put that out there. Amazing, amazing champion of the LGBTQ. Um, what what can I say about Mae West? <laughs> well, my grandmother loved her. I loved her. Um, okay, it came out in 2020. I forgot. Um, yeah. She was amazing. She was amazing. She was amazing. She knew what she wanted. Uh she was an extraordinary writer. And so that's that's really how I try to remember my grandmother is these these characters that she loved because she herself was a, a character. Oh, my goodness. Such a character. And so hilarious. I mean, some some of the things that she said is like, OK. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's the Dr. Zeus film podcast. And so from all of us at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast and to my grandmother, well, is this a performance or are you taking inventory? Unpleasant dreams.